everyone to a new girlfriends and football it's postseason baby and we got a lot to chat about we've got coaches being fired things happening more aaron Rodgers drama all the things and we got our favorite ladies here sherry in the house beth in the house and your hey, girl hey. coach desi and um i'm not gonna lie beth and i are still in recovery mode <laughs> yes um, Beth, would you like to share what what it is that we did this weekend? Well, sure. I mean, last week we talked and about um, the Buffalo game being in Miami and how sad we were that we couldn't go and how much um, basically my life was too overwhelming and I couldn't get it done and we just couldn't couldn't do it. So then, what that was Wednesday. So then on. <laughs> The rest of the week, I just kept sending memes and and pictures to the girls of, of the Buffalo Mafia and all the things that they're doing. And and uh, Desi sent replied and said we should be there. And I looked at my husband and I said, "You're right." And so I asked him. I, and this is ten o'clock on Saturday morning, and I was like, "I can I kind of want to go." And and my husband, as kind and as easygoing as he is, was like, "Go." It's like, well, I'm going to have to cancel work. I'm going to have to do all these other things. He's like, go. So I messaged the girls and said, hey, who wants to go to the <laughs> Miami game? <coughs> um, Desi jumped right on it. Sherry had some other commitments she couldn't um, partake in. But I got up at 4 a.m. on Sunday morning <laughs> and was in the car by 5. Made it to Tampa for lunch. Um, and then Desi and I finished our travels to Miami, started tailgating around 5.30, met the mafia by 6.30, had tickets by 7. <laughs> We're in the game by 8. Yeah, and I, I might add that our tickets were very impressive because it came with all you can drink through the third quarter. Yes, mm -hmm. it was. We found some some good Buffalo Mafia people um, who had had some tickets to an area with all you can drink and which included water, which we both needed by the time <laughs> halftime hit. So it yeah, was well if worth it. If anyone knows my husband, we are not talking about anything other than I drank a lot of water to recover. So we're just going <laughs> to leave it at that. Um, it was brutal driving back. Not going to lie. Um we made it back to Tampa at what three forty in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, slept a couple hours, rolled into work, and um, Beth rolled out <laughs> a few <laughs> hours later. Literally, it was it was fantastic. It's one of those things you do not do as an adult um, that we need to do more of: putting just time in a bottle and capturing the moment. And uh, Beth, I had a blast. And you know, for those of you who who may or may not know, I'm a diehard 49er. But there's only one thing I love more than my team, and that's my girls. And when <laughs> someone wants to, if a girl is asking me to go to a football game, there's pretty much little chance that I'm <laughs> going to say no. Um, that's just like the best thing ever. Girls night out to a football game is got to be my absolute favorite. So it was fun hanging with the mafia. Y'all are no joke. Y'all like are. All I know. Fans. I mean, they had so in the fan air in the bus area, they had probably what 15 buses 20 buses um and somebody from the mafia had posted because i posted on the facebook page um where where do we go to tailgate and uh they said there were over three thousand people um tailgating in that area they had 
they had tents, they had food, they had liquor, they had porta potties, they had broken tables, they had <laughs> men in balloon suits, they had they had a little bit of everything, um, and everybody was super friendly. Um, it was it was a good. Uh, everybody was, like was more giant... than happy to see you there. It was like a giant bar where everyone knew everyone. Like it was random. I, I went to Buffalo as, as those of you who listen regularly. Um, I got, I went to Buffalo for the holidays and met my girlfriend's family members there and ran into them in oh, Miami no way. at the game to which they lived on the street that Beth's family's from. It was wow. Like, it was is such a small world, such a small world. It was very funny, very amusing. Um, and again, like like what like what you said, Desi, it is something that we don't do as adults, and we especially don't do as moms because we have so many things on our plate. So it was just, I was glad to be able to be completely irresponsible for thirty six hours and just throw caution to the wind. So it was it was a blast. It was a good time. And paying for it the rest of this game. week, but it's okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> dragging butt here, but what a freaking game, right? Yeah. Like, so and good. I hope you guys, so I was there with you in spirit, but yes. based on our last game, I purposely did not engage because <laughs> I did not want to experience the same thing as before because it was like that. It was like, a, oh, no. And I was like, oh, yes. Oh, no. Oh, yes. So I was like. <laughs> I'm not saying a word. I'm just going to watch. And I'll talk to you guys about it afterwards. <laughs> and I'll so talk congratulations. congratulations. Josh Allen is so, you know, watching a game on TV versus watching a game live, very two different viewpoints, but watching it live is just amazing for someone like Josh Allen, because those throws are so much bigger live than they were and watching him move and the, 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 the return all the way back for a touchdown, like so many awesome moments. Um, I did miss the Tyreek Hill flip on the dolphins touchdown, but um, you know, I was with bills. I was rocking with the bills mafia. So we weren't really paying attention to that, but <laughs> we didn't worry about that. <laughs> the stadium's gorgeous. We had a ball. So um, that stadium right. is amazing. I'll, I'll give them that. It was a beautiful Beautiful open air stadium. Yes. Couldn't have asked for an, and couldn't ask for a nicer night. So 100%. Yeah. Like it was fantastic. Um, so we will look to do more of those next year for sure. All right. So let's chat. It is postseason for all of our teams. So the Bucks, the Niners, and the Bills are all in the postseason. However, there's a lot of teams. Most of the teams in the NFL are done they're done for the year and there's a lot of coaching changes that have already happened mm -hmm. i was uh gonna bring up that the first one um was the falcons um they can their their coach on the night of their season finale so sunday at well pretty much monday morning at 1201 they made the announcement that they were parting ways from from him uh the commanders then the next day fired Ron Rivera, which I, I figured, I think we probably all saw coming. Mm -hmm. And then um, the most recent one was, uh, well, actually there was a couple Tuesday, was Mike Verbell uh, from the Titans. He's gone. That, that one was a little bit surprising for me. I don't, I don't know that I really thought he was in the hot seat. 
I mean, Brandon Staley, I thought so, from the Chargers. Um, obviously, the Panthers were going to part ways. There's things that I saw in the other teams, but I really didn't have the Titans on my radar. Um, and then Pete Carroll. He's gone from the head coach position, and now the Seattle Seahawks have him listed as an advisor. Um, and you what know does what does that mean in the football <laughs> world? What does that mean? Do, is there is the is there a thing for that? Like what what is that? And how do you now? how do you have an advisor when the team wasn't doing well? Like obviously you weren't yeah. doing well enough job to have the a winning team and and have the the organization keep you. So they still want to keep you as an advisor. Right. I think it's just a, a nice way to, you know, Pete Carroll. Gosh, that man is what, 76? How old is Pete Carroll? He's older. I mean, maybe it's a way to just kind of be nice. Ease him on out without a uh, truly firing. Right. I mean, he had some head, 72 years old. Man is 72 years old. God love him. Has all the, the, piss and vinegar you could have at 72. I mean, it's just amazing. Chewing on that gum must give you some lifelines, but, um, but he's out, he's out. And uh, if we cross on over, we didn't talk about, um, I don't, uh, I didn't ask you beforehand, Sherry, do we talk college or not? Because Harbaugh may be out back into the NFL. There's some, uh, you know, now there's some openings. There's some talk about him to be a good fit for him in, in the, Chargers organization. Yeah. Saban. Someone just texted me before That's what I came I just on. Saw. Yep. Saban just retired. Thoughts now, and again, feelings. did he retire from college or is he he looking for another route as well? I don't know. I mean, he, you know, I don't know if if many people even remember the drama with Nick Saban going to Alabama. Like he had taken the head coaching job at the Dolphins, I think, and then just like jetted out. Jacksonville. Went, it was the Jaguars. Oh, was it Jacksonville? Yes. Uh, and then there was, was that so thing that happened ago. at the yeah. bar. That that yeah. Whatever happened at the bar there, and things were just weird. Yeah. And then he became, you know, the coach of Alabama. But at the time, there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of Alabama fans who weren't happy with Nick Saban coming to Alabama, and then they kind of changed their tune real quick uh, and they love them, <laughs> but I have a feeling there would be a whole lot of Alabama fans who will be cursing Nick Saban if he were to retire and pop back up next year somewhere else. All right. Well, that's my feeling. I do have something to add. That's a lit. It's kind of like a crossover. What we were just talking about with the fired coaches and me personally with college, because it's about the Atlanta coach being fired and I don't know if you saw what I'm about to talk about but uh, that's your boy Jameis Winston yes I knew I, this I do was like Jameis I do um you know I haven't liked a lot of antics off the field obviously um in but overall but I, I don't know I don't know anything for sure anyways overall what I will say is his teammates and coaches say he is like the greatest teammate to have on a team so anyways, what happened is the New Orleans and Falcons game Sunday night. Now, New Orleans has knocked the Falcons out of the playoffs six consecutive seasons. Atlanta went into this game, I want to say losing the last four out of five games. Like, they were done. The head coach was, in my opinion, Arthur Smith was getting fired 
anyway. Well, he was the, the first one. <laughs> the controversy is that New Orleans was winning 41 to 17 over Atlanta. Okay. So they had already knocked them again out of a chance at the playoffs six consecutive seasons. In the last minute, uh, Jameis was the quarterback back up and the coach called take a knee. Uh, apparently, and this came out a little bit afterwards, that so Jameis called an audible and handed the ball off to Jamal, I'm blanking on his last name, running back on New Orleans so he would get a touchdown credit um, for the season, which he had not gotten all season. And uh, even if whatever happened, an uh, interception, worst case scenario, they were still so far up. So apparently Jameis and the team decided on this together. They they weren't like, I don't I guess it happens all the time from what I'm reading, right? They call an audible. So they made that decision. Well, apparently Arthur Smith was just so pissed off for uh Jameis for running up the score and for making him look bad. It's gonna make him get fired and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I saw all this hubbub and I saw all these tweets coming out in support of Jameis. And I'm like, what controversial thing did I miss? And to me, there was nothing controversial about it. It was like, would this have been anything if the coach wasn't getting fired? So I don't know if you guys saw that and what, what your take is on it. I saw that I saw too. It. I didn't, I didn't hear it. Go ahead, share it, Desi, cause you probably have more info on me. I just, I was just surprised to see the whole thing. Um, I don't know who is right or wrong in that. I mean, get the guy a, a touchdown, but in the same breath. It wasn't anything Falcons. illegal. There wasn't yeah, anything illegal. Yeah. There was a game, if you remember correctly, the week one of the season, I think, where Miami scored 72 points. <laughs> um, you know, so. But they didn't get go for the last touchdown. They didn't <laughs> go for the record. If you recall. They stopped there. I, but they I did think, get up to 72. <laughs> yeah, I think the controversy was that they were in victory formation. So for those of you who don't know what victory formation is, that's basically where you're going to take a knee. And that, you know, pretty much that's like the, that was the thing, was that he was in victory formation, that it's just, okay, it's going to be automatically a knee. Like it's kind of an agreed upon like ending of the game. And like so, is that like when flag. is that like when a kicker goes to kick the ball and then they fake the play? They fake throw, the play. They <laughs> well, that's fake a, that's essentially what happened. Is they, I mean, so is that they, illegal? Is they, it illegal to? No, fake we're not it? saying it's illegal, yeah. but that's that was really what it. It's a gentleman's game. Correct. Right? It's a gentleman's. Like that's kind of like the the nod of like you know, and you're kind of kicking a dog when it's down. So it's probably there's absolutely nothing illegal, nothing wrong, black and white about it. But it's more about just, um, you know, pretty much kicking a dog when it's down and, you yeah. know, both, neither team belonged in the, in the postseason anyway, they didn't do enough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. let's be real. Like the coach was going to like, not be a coach. He was going to get fired anyway, regardless of what happened there. So. I guess that's what my take is on it. So you, you say kick a dog when it's down. I'm like, you already lost 41 to 17. You've lost six times to the same team. And it's that much of a kick in a dog when you're down to go 48, 17 instead of 41 versus, you know, the side of the, 
it's a lot to get a touchdown a year. You're like that coach's job was already on the line. I don't know if the running back's job would have been if he didn't get a touchdown, but well, so Sherry, I would agree with you until what coach Desi said about the victory formation. Like it's, it's one of those things where like, I feel like then it's in a gentleman's agreement, right? Like the game is done and whatnot. And that's like turning around on eight when you're taking 10 steps to in a duel, right? Like I didn't actually realize it was in a victory. So, so if it, so, so I agree with you up until we've talked about victory formation. So if it's that, if it's on that, then it's like, nobody was expecting it. Everybody was just anticipating the game to be over. So really, I mean, you scored a touchdown, but nobody thought you were playing anyway. Yeah. Right. Kind of like meh. It's, it's just, (laughs) just typical of how that season should probably end. Yeah. Just not, not Mm -hmm. the best, not the best situation. Um, all right. So, but also when we talk about all of these firings, has nobody's heard anything about Bill Belichick? Like why, why is he still have a, have a job? He's not actually left yet. Well, it's interesting when, when Vrabel from the Titans got fired, there's talks about him now, like now we should be hearing Belichick because he might be what New England is looking for as a fill-in when Belichick leaves. But I think what I heard on Get Up, I don't know if it was today or yesterday, but they were talking about how um, really because Belichick's been there for decades and he's brought so many Super Bowls that like, it's not just a separation, it's it's contractual things and, and then how do you come out and say it and making the announcement and doing all the things so that it's, all smoothed over the appropriate way as you would want to be kind of delicate with a hall of fame coach. Yeah. 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 So, but it's coming. I mean, I think we're all just kind of anticipating it. I did not know the Nick Saban thing was coming down the pike. Of course I don't follow college. So that was the shocker to me today as well as Pete Carroll. I mean, I figured at some point he was going to have to, and I just didn't know if it'd be till death do you part or whether it's going to be <laughs> elective in whatever. I feel like I just to. haven't even like, I mean, not that I pay attention um, to Seattle necessarily a lot, but I just feel like I haven't really heard his name much, you know? Yeah. Well, they're in our division, so I've got to hear this man's name all the time and, you know, watch him chewing gum gotcha. and just let my spine <laughs> curl up. Um, <laughs> painful. All right. So in other news, uh, the all pro team that was voted on by the players association. So the players get to vote for the all pro team was listed today. And uh, for those mm-hmm. of you who don't know offense, uh, they chose Lamar Jackson for quarterback running back was the man, the myth, the legend, Christian McCaffrey. Fullback was Kyle Juszczyk. Wide receiver, C.D. Lamb and Tyreek Hill. Tight end, Travis Kelsey. Left tackle, Trent Williams. Left guard, Joel Betonio and Tyler Smith. Center was Jason Kelsey. And right guard, Zach Martin. And right tackle, Lane Johnson. So that's offense. Um, I know in amongst the 49ers, we were not uh, ex- really in agreement with Travis Kelsey. Um, if you look at the stats, my boy, uh, 
uh, George Kittle, number one in so many of the stats that matter in tight ends. But again, this is voted on by the players. And, you know, it was interesting. I was talking to uh, Eric Crocker again. Shout out, Eric. He's a, a former NFL player, and I was on his podcast earlier today, and he was talking about how it's surprising how many NFL players don't know the a lot of about the NFL <laughs> in terms of mm-hmm. like like I guess like when you're when you're coming into the league, there's all this education as far as finances and how to manage your money and things like that, and I guess there's like. Uh, some sort of NFL knowledge bank that happens. And he was like, I basically had to carry the team because they're like, well, what team is in which division? Like they're coming in not knowing that because they may not, you know, just because they play doesn't mean they're watching the NFL that much. So it was pretty interesting to hear that and know that there's not a lot of players that know that much. So sometimes, you know, this just happens to be the list that comes out based on certain players playing against these teams. But um, based on the names that I gave, do you guys have any surprises, anything that you would have changed up? I don't think there's any surprises. I think this used to be a more surprising thing, meaning coaches getting fired after one season or, you know, a season and a half. Like it just used to be so much more of a longer term. And I just don't think it's I don't think there's any surprises anymore. I, I have actually a really funny story. I'll try to make this quick. Um, it was like 10 years ago, I was on a plane leaving a golf conference. This is when I used to travel all the time. So I got upgraded all the time. We, it was a golf industry. We tended to party a little hard, very early morning flight, um, very early. And I had gotten upgraded and I kind of slumped into my seat. I'm just planning on sleeping against the window and I start talking to the guy next to me because we're delayed on the runway forever. And I'm just looking at him like I know him from somewhere. And I just left a golf conference. So I'm thinking he's a pro golfer. Um, and I'm talking to him. I had just started actually playing fantasy football around that time. So we kind of gotten into a fantasy football talks. We start talking about, um, I said, it's been a really rough year for coaches. This is the year that Lovey Smith got fired which I was totally shocked by. It was like 10 coaches. And I feel like that's about when they started getting fired after, you know, shorter amount of time at the club. And he's like, and as we're still talking, it's hours on the runway were delayed. He's like, uh, it was within the first hour, he says, um, (laughs) I was one of the coaches that had a bad year this year. I was sitting next to Ken Wisenhunt, who at the time was uh, the, he was the head coach at Arizona. He had gone, uh, yeah, to Arizona. Uh, He was fired head coach and was going to be the offensive coordinator at San Diego Chargers. So, um, yeah. Insert foot into mouth. Now, I mean, maybe working well for me is I was a little bit drunk still. So I feel like I just kind of, oh, whoopsie, you know. Anyway, (laughs) we ended up talking for a really long time about uh, everything, football and and whatnot. But I just remember so specifically being like, wow, this was quite a year for coaches to get fired. So I don't know. I'm just not surprised anymore. That one, you know, that year, I feel like I was surprised. I remember very specifically being like, Lovey Smith, really? Um, so anyway, no surprises here. Got it. Um, 
Beth, any surprises on the list of the NFL Players Association all pro list on the offensive side? I mean, Josh Allen. I knew it. Yeah, that's just me. <laughs> I, so here's the thing. Like, I feel like he's frequently slighted because of his intercept, because he is a little bit of a loose cannon. But when you look at his numbers, his numbers are as good or better than any of these guys. Um, and so that 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 frustrates us, frustrates me, frustrates the Bills um, a little bit. But it is what it is. Yeah, it's it's. I would have, you know. And again, this is voted on by the players. This isn't the all pro list that will be coming out later. That's voted on by the Associated Press. So this is just players voting on these folks. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I mean, it'd be interesting to see how that list, the Associated Press's list, compares with the Players Association list. So um, I don't think you're wrong, Beth. I mean, I, I mean, Lamar Jackson deserves it as well, but. I think Absolutely. Josh Allen. I think you're right. I think Josh Allen does get overlooked, and, and which is surprising because I think that Bills, the Bills would not be the Bills without Josh Allen, without question. Their offense would not be as productive, and you would not see what you see with him there. So, mm-hmm. um, defensively, the list goes on to uh, the edge rushers. You got Miles Garrett from the Browns, Max Crosby from the Raiders. Nose tackle was Dexter Lawrence from the Giants. The interior defensive lineman, Chris Jones from the Chiefs, Aaron Donald from the Rams, off-ball linebacker, linebackers, Roquan Smith from the Ravens, and, of course, my favorite, Fred Warner from the Niners. Cornerbacks are Deron Bland from the Cowboys, Patrick Sertan from the Broncos, and free safety, Jesse Bates III from the Falcons. Strong safety, Kyle Hamilton from the Ravens. So a lot of Ravens uh, players are on this list here. And so from the defensive side, ladies... Do we agree? Any? I think so. All right. I'm here for it. And then I, I mean, don't even know. Like, my team, my players are like barely squeaking in here. You know, we're not making any <laughs> any top lists. <laughs> any but you are here. in the playoffs. Exactly. We are, and and we are in I the can't playoffs wait. In a home game. Yeah, we're going to talk about that here. Last thing I want to cover here on this list, and then we'll move on. Special teams kick returner was Kaysen Nixon from the Packers. Punt returner Darius Davis from Chargers. Um, core teamer Jalen Reeves-Mabin uh, from the Lions. Brendan Schuler from the Patriots. Kicker Brandon Aubrey from the Cowboys. And punter A.J. Cole from the Raiders. And lastly, long snapper Ross Matisic from the Jaguars. So that is the Players Association All-Pro list. We are eagerly awaiting the Associated Press's All-Pro list, which should come out in days. All right, switching up. Let's talk playoffs. I'm going to share the picture here. Let me fix this up. We're here. We're going to talk about it. Um, I am going to have particular ball this week because my team is not playing, so I get to not be stressed out and enjoy some games here. (laughs) um here we go let's see this is the picture right here this is what we got going down so afc side we got baltimore um in the number one seed we got cleveland uh playing houston um that's going to be an incredible game i can't wait to watch that joe flacco cj stroud um then we have number six miami against number three kansas city that's going to be an incredible game and then you've got Pittsburgh versus Buffalo. Hey, hey. And where are we playing this game, Beth? 
In Buffalo. In Buffalo. Yes, ma'am. So we've got home field for, for the Bills. So um, let's just talk AFC for the moment. Let's take uh, Bills Pittsburgh. Who are we picking, ladies? Come on, man. I mean, I'm saying. <laughs> I think it's going to be the Bills. I think there's been some projections. Uh, another Bills friend of mine texted me, and I didn't take a close look at it, but let me just take a look at it now. She sent me this picture that says the most accurate model I've seen, and it's putting the Bills and the 49ers in the Super Bowl, which mm -hmm. I ain't mad at. And I said, I am here for that. Right. So, um, I saw that as well. Did you? Of course you did. <laughs> the question is, are we going to Vegas for this game? Girl, let me... And listen, you can't be texting before. me. You cannot text me. <laughs> you can't be texting me. The day before. I talk about we take a plane. Let's go. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I promise if we do Vegas, I will we will plan it better. Okay. Um, we will not be going into... We will not be scalping tickets for that game, however. Before... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not happening. No. Um, uh, okay. We won't ask Sherry because Sherry is probably feeling some kind of way about saying who's going to win that game. So I'll leave you <laughs> off the hook unless you want to comment, Sherry. Oh, I no. Uh, are we still talking the Bills game? Yes. Yeah, no, I totally think Bills. Absolutely. Sweet. Okay. Let's move it on along to Miami and Kansas City. This is fascinating to me because. Yes. Y'all, I don't have a good answer. Yes. This is going to be fascinating. There's a little bit of unraveling, I feel like, going on at KC a little bit. Like, um, it, they haven't been as, not unraveling, that's not the best way to say it. Just not as... Clicking. They're not sharp. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's been some anger issues and some, you know, drama. I don't, it's, um, I don't know that they're on all cylinders. They're in their own head right now. They definitely, yeah. there's, there's some kind of mental block that has, something has uh, infiltrated that team and whatever it is has kind of put everybody yeah. on edge. Well, Patrick Mahomes has not been able to make anything happen with his offensive players other than Travis Kelsey. I mean, the wide receivers just drop balls. It, it's miss, you know, misreads all you just, he doesn't have a good wide receiver core around him. And so do you pick a future Hall of Fame quarterback in Patrick Mahomes with Travis Kelsey as his only real target that he can rely on versus a high-powered high Miami team who's got Tua Tunga Viola with all these amazing weapons around him, but they haven't been super successful against teams that are, you know, winning. Winning. So, right. It's like really interesting matchup here. And I really don't know which way to go with it. If I am picking, I think I'm, uh, don't take this personally, Casey. I mean, y'all been in there for a minute, but I think it's time to, to let someone else come in for a moment. And I think I'm okay if Miami wins this. Does okay. that put Miami back in Buffalo? I mean, let's see. Uh, I think it does. It depends. So if they win here, if my yes, yes, it would. No, 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 no. Miami would have to play Baltimore because they're the six. 
if Pittsburgh gets eliminated, then the the six seed the six seed would play the number one, I think, because it recalibrates. Oh, so it it doesn't. It's not just a unilateral type because we would because Kansas Kansas City, I believe, would go to Buffalo if they won. Well, because they're a third seed. Because they're third seed. So, like, see how right now the number two plays the number seven. So the seven is the worst against the best of the teams that are playing this weekend. And then you have the third seed is playing the the second worst of the, you know, of the seven that are playing. So if Miami wins, then we play Cleveland or Houston. Whoever wins that game. Yes. Yes, I believe that is correct. So. What do you guys think? I'm saying Miami. I would agree. I I think I think Miami. I think it's a push. Like I I think it's it's going to be a great game. Who it's going to be win? close no matter what. I would agree with you on that. It's going to be close no matter what. Um, you know, most of the time I root for the underdog except I see Tampa Bay is ranked 4th over Philly. So I can't use that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I think I, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't. Tampa Bay fourth over Philly. Yeah. Just marinate on that statement for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to move over to the NFC. And if anybody watched our last games. Oh yeah. We'll get to the NFC in a minute. Yeah. We'll move over to the (laughs) NFC. I want to stick with the AFC. Um, Okay. So without further ado, the last one is um, since, I don't think you guys want to say who's going to. Oh, well, Sherry didn't say who she thought. I, she I think to Miami win. too. We'll go all Miami. We'll go okay. All three Miami. All right. This one's going to be a fun game Cleveland at Houston. Um, we got Joe Flacco, who's resurrecting the Cleveland Browns and really pulling them. They've been hot. Houston pulled off a wonderful win last week to get in. Um, fantastic show from CJ Stroud last week. So, this is going to be an interesting game. I, I mean, all these games, right? It's the postseason. This is what we live for. It's amazing yeah. games. And this is like everything. So when it comes to this, I, listen, I got to go. Y'all know D'Amico Ryans is my dude. I love what he's got going on down there. I love CJ Stroud. My choice is Houston. Plus, I'm trying to eliminate more teams that were in that uh, AFC AFC East, mm-hmm. there was a tough group and we don't win against them. So if we're heading towards a Super Bowl, I would like to have them eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts, feelings? I'm going Cleveland. Uh-oh. I'm going Houston. Okay. All right. I, I'm glad that we kind of like had our own thoughts on that. I'm, I'm okay with that. So, all right. So we have, that's the AFC. AFC games. Let's see. Uh, we have the Browns Texan games that's kicking off the playoff weekend on Saturday at 4.30 p.m. The big problem that everyone has been talking about is that it's going to be on Peacock. Now, it's also going to be on NBC. Um, but there has been some talk because the 8 o'clock game, which is the Dolphins Chiefs game, is only going to be on Peacock. Oh, really? 
Yeah. So that was the, the Bills game a couple weeks ago was only on Peacock and it created, that was um, Christmas Eve or whatever the the 23rd, whatever that game was, the Bills game. um, Wow. That was only on Peacock as well. Uh, I don't know. um, We paid for the year subscription because we knew there'd be a few games that would only be on Peacock. Um, So I can't complain too much on our end, but there it's, it's interesting how they're trying to create these little monopolies and different, um, different TV brackets. I I don't even know what to call them. Hulu, you know, Amazon prime was doing Thursday night football and Peacock is doing it. And, you know, so they're, they're really trying to push, I mean, the NFL network doesn't do any good anymore. Right. Nope. Because you still can't watch games there. So I don't know. Yeah. All right. So yeah, AFC North, I'm not, I'm not cheering for anybody in that division. So I'll cheer for Bills. I'll cheer for Houston. All right. On to the NFC. San Fran is the number one seed. They have a bye. And so we've got uh we've got some fun things happening here. We'll start at the bottom. We've got uh, number two, Dallas, which I'm still like how they got the number one seed. Anyway, number two, Dallas against Green Bay. This is going to be played in Dallas. Interesting game because Dallas has been killing it at home. So, um, but Green Bay, love has been doing incredibly well. If anyone can knock off Dallas and and historically it's been Green Bay and it's been the 49ers. So this is going to be an interesting game here. Um, I think I know which way we're all going to go with this. Shall we say it collectively? We're cheering for the <laughs> Packers. Packers. Let's do it. <laughs> um, that one was easy. Um, next, we've got the six-seeded LA Rams against the Detroit Lions, who is the third seed. And ladies, there is so much drama wrapped into this. Oh, boy. So we've got... Uh, the Rams and they're going to be playing in Detroit, which is where uh, Stafford came from before he was traded to the Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was, I think his wife had already put out there the the video that was out when he went to say goodbye to, to Detroit. Um, and it was very heartfelt, very emotional. This is going to be an interesting game. Uh, I don't see any way that Detroit wins this game, to be honest. I think LA is just so hot right now. Puka Nakua and you've got Stafford is gone there. I mean, just, I think, I think the Rams have a good chance to win this, even though they're the sixth seed thoughts and feelings. Well, I would like the lions to win. Cause I think I've, I've been rooting for the lions from the beginning of the season. I would like to see the lions win. So, you I know, so. I, go ahead, go ahead. Me, I'm not. So I was just going to say it's been 30 years since they've made the playoffs. So um, I, I'm not I'm not mad at that. I think I would love to see the Lions win. Honestly, so I'm, going, I'm going to try, you know, it, it's home field advantage. They haven't been here in a minute that I think I think the feelings are there. I think I think. It'll be a good game, but I'm 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 going with Detroit. Yep. I just worry about whether Plus, golf what's is the, consistent what, enough. What's the weather? Good oh, they're playing. Isn't isn't Detroit in a dome? Are they? Stand by. Oh, I think they, they are. Play in the that's where Buffalo dome, had they? to go. 
That's where Buffalo had to go. Um, Ford Field. Last year, right? Field. I don't know if it's a dome or not. I think it is. It is. It is. I think that's where Buffalo ended up playing uh, last year. Isn't that where we had to go last year when uh, Buffalo got that huge snowstorm? I thought you guys went to um, Cleveland, but... Maybe, maybe you guys did, but it, for sure it is a domed stadium. So we don't have to worry about weather. So that's Cleveland is not a dome stadium. So I'm pretty sure we did not go there. Okay. Then it must've been Detroit. Perfect. All right. So, uh, all right, Sherry. <sighs> Bucks have a chance to beat Philly and it's going to yeah. be home. So are we going yeah. to this game? What's the deal? You couldn't pay me enough money to go to this game. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, going to a game with Philadelphia Eagles fans on the roads is the most miserable experience of my entire life. And no way, no how would I do it. Also, because uh, I'm scared we're going to look like what we keep looking like. <laughs> <laughs> Philadelphia is going to come do something embarrassing and then I can't handle their fans and it somebody would have to come bail me out it would be bad nope I'll bail you <laughs> that's out fair. that's my ride or die will bail me out but I mean it'd be a hassle right so <laughs> I think it's going to be like the dumpster bowl I mean it just I, I just I don't think the Eagles have just been such on this like they're just spiraling the drain, man. I just don't know that they have it in them. And didn't they start five and zero oh this year? Ten and one. Oh, oh yeah, it was a one. crazy season. They've had a crazy season. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They've lost five out of out of the last six games, I think, or something like that. I mean, it's been right well, after they, they right have... after they beat Buffalo, they lost every game. Uh, um, of course, what it was, or pretty close. It was at the 49ers is what I, all the 49ers fans have been saying. It was after the 49ers, they lost every game. So either way, you guys started well, it. We finished it off. So really, they lost to us after they lost to you. So No, no, no. They beat us. Oh, so then it was then us. And then they lost to you from there yeah. on out. So, yeah. You, you started guys, their losing streak. It's because they were tired we broke from playing them. you guys. Yes. We broke them. <laughs> You're welcome. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I just, I feel like, I don't know. There has not been, obviously, Philadelphia started off so strong, and then they've been going downhill. We've just been, I, I've been on an upside down, twisty turn roller coaster with the Bucks all year. So I just cannot figure out one, one day to the next what we're going to do. I sure hope it's going to be us. I will be rooting loudly from my living room. Well, <laughs> if... If Dallas beats Green Bay and the Rams beat Detroit, the 49ers will play the Rams, which could be interesting. If Tampa Bay wins, you guys would play 
whoever wins, let's see, the four seed. So the second wins, the third seed wins. So then you guys would play the Detroit Lions. Right? Well, no, you guys would play I would... the Dallas Cowboys. Sorry, you guys would play oh, the Cowboys sorry. if the Cowboys win. Gotcha. Yep. No. Why can I not see the numbers right? So if if Dallas beats Green Bay and Detroit beats the Rams, that would mean two, three, you're the four seed. You would play the one seed. So that's what I was trying to get to. I was like, you and I would oh. play each other. Oh. That's what I was trying to get to. Sorry, my brain is wow. like, it's late on a Wednesday night. So there is a, a chance that yours and I's team meets in the postseason. But that well, would wouldn't be that be crazy? I mean, it can happen. It's the end of That's all. another game you guys would both end up being at. But that would be in San Fran. So yeah. I mean, Touché. I just need I need someone to I need to start a GoFundMe if that's gonna happen. So <laughs> all right. So to finish There's only so many business trips we can take. Only right? so many. I think I just like I think I just met and exceeded my budget this past weekend with Beth. So I'm just gonna put that on there. Sorry. Um <laughs> All right, so Sunday's games. We have the 1 o'clock game is the Bills-Steelers game. Uh, the 4.30 game is the Cowboys-Packers game. And at 8 o'clock is the Lions-LA Rams game. And then we have Monday night is the Bucks-Eagles game. Mm-hmm. Which I think you guys played Monday night earlier this season, and I went to that game. It was a Monday night game. I think you guys played each other. And I know for sure I didn't because I wouldn't go to an Eagles game. <laughs> you know what? There was, I didn't see that many Eagles fans there. I was kind of shocked. Yeah. And when I, everybody said there were so many Eagles fans and they must've been on the other side of the stadium because I didn't I, trust me as a 49er fan wearing 49er gear in a box stadium. I probably would have right. some stuff. Um, right. actually, that's the game that I ran into a bunch of Bills fans. A bunch of Bills fans were at that game. That was fun. Mm. Um, everywhere. All right, guys. So we got football coming up this week. Um, let's see. There's one more thing that we cannot stop talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so Aaron Rodgers, you know, what did I send you guys? Um, Pat McAfee announced today that Jets Aaron Rodgers will no longer appear as a guest on his show for the remainder of the NFL season. This decision was most likely made by McAfee himself as he create as he has creative control and control of guest booking. This was a Instagram or a post from Dov uh, Kleiman um, that I think I posted today. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I saw I read another quick article about it, too, because, you know, it's interesting. I guess he's been on there every week. I don't listen to the show. Um, yeah. full transparency, but I guess he's on there weekly and he, um, and McAfee was saying that he's just, he was done. He's ready to not have to deal with Aaron Rodgers anymore. Well, he also said that he feels like somebody's trying to sabotage his show getting with Aaron Rodgers on there because he's like, every time he tries to talk about something football, he's just off the rails. I mean, on everything <laughs> I have never lost so much respect for one person in the span of two to three years, like, like he was my up here. He is below my feet. Like there. <laughs> yeah, I've just the fall, my personal fall from grace with 
or Aaron Rodgers' fall from grace with me has been astounding. <laughs> um, you know, and it's like this, he's, man, just, just talk about football. Like, just spend your time on football. Like, recover your, you know, your year on football. Like, what he's doing with his spare time, I don't think he's really mentalizing his return to the game because there is so much junk going on in that big old head of his. Like, I don't really feel he's doing a whole lot of this meditating and, you know, making himself uh, mindful for the game because he is putting on a fucking tinfoil hat and sitting around every day. And that cannot be good for football. Just I appreciate uh, that cannot be good for football. <laughs> and I can't wait. That's and a good quote. I'm going to continue to enjoy the rest of the season. Trust me, because this is a magical season. And I just have loved every second of this, this year. It's been great. It's been great with you guys starting this podcast, looking forward to every Wednesday night. It's been great. But you do know he's going to be healthy for the start of the 2024-25 season. Maybe mm. if he's playing, he'll talk less. That would be oh. amazing. Okay. Well, we have that. I mean, I feel like if he's got something else to entertain himself with, maybe maybe the crazy will damper down a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. I, I think – I don't know. I, I think he's definitely um, – He's he's uh, given himself a brand, okay. Let's say that he's he's given himself sort he's of. He's got a, a brand. I don't know if it's a good one. He's made he's his lane. <laughs> well, all right, guys. So that's it for this week. We have an amazing grouping of football games to watch this weekend. It is the playoffs, and I'll be rooting for both y'all's teams this weekend. And uh, that'll be it for us. So happy playoffs and happy football. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on our podcast today. Please continue to keep in touch with us on our social media platforms at Girlfriends and Football on Instagram and TikTok. Thanks so much. We appreciate your support and we look forward to seeing you next week. Take care and happy football.